It is the most wonderful time of the year. And of course, this is the Musicians Weekly Digest podcast. I am your host, Easton Parks, and today's date is Saturday, December 23rd. It is currently 12.14 p.m. Wow. About this time of year, a lot of music critics and publications go through a little process some people call List Week. If you don't know List Week, this is a week where these critics list off their favorite or least favorite albums, songs, projects, EPs, etc., And this is something that I join back onto this podcast to do in this wonderful Christmas, rainy weather in the Midwest. It's a really weird Christmas season. So that being said, I've got a big old notes app with over 70 projects on it that I liked um, or didn't like. And we're going to go through a bunch of those today. Now, I haven't made up my mind on this list. Nothing is set in stone. And so that is kind of the issue. I might ramble off and such. So, yeah. Let's start it out with my favorite project of the year. Now, I don't think in any ways this is the best project this year. Um, but to me, it is my favorite. And why do I say that? I don't. I don't really know. I've grown with it, and it's really been with me this year. And when I look back on the whole of 2023 and all of the great music that came out in this year, Westerman's An Inbuilt Fault lands at my number one album spot. Westerman, with the help of James Creventia, I don't know if I'm saying that right, He's the drummer of Big Thief. And Will Westerman, of course, the man who made this album happen. He is a singer-songwriter, kind of Arthur Russell, folky but poppy-esque artist. And on this track, he brings humanity and existentialism to the forefront along these wonderful textures of music. And it also has my favorite song of the year, and that is CSI, Petrolona. It's just beautiful. And so Westerman's An Inbuilt Fault lands at my number one spot of the year. All right, number two is going to be on almost every list you see this holidays. And this is JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown's Scaring the Hose. And man, does it do exactly what the title says. This is a experimental hip-hop project from the likes of Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. JPEG Mafia being one of the most interesting producers and rappers alive. And Danny Brown being one of the most easily recognizable voices in hip-hop. And also very in that experimental lane as well. I loved it front to back from the first listen. And it's mixed on like a 
Roland MP404 or whatever it's called. It, really interesting recording techniques, really interesting samples, and a really good project all around. Scaring the hose. And number three, I've got King Cruel Space Heavy. I don't know how I feel about this placement. Space Heavy came out at a weird time for me. I was in Italy on vacation. I listened on uh, I listened to it on a train ride from one of the cities I was going to to the next. And at first I was like, whoa, you know, you hear the bass line and I want to say the second song. Let me figure that out. King Cruel. Yeah, you hear that that bass line and pink shell and I'm like, what in the world? And then you hear that saxophone come in. But I think King Cruel does one of his best jobs of making an atmosphere on this record. It's very it, lo-fi jazzy and not a lot of um, marketing went into this project. He kind of just put it out and he, he kind of likes to fly under the radar that way. And I think that's one of the big reasons it, it was so good to me. Slouse Malone one with Excelsior comes down at number four. Really interesting experimental pop album. You could call it a number of genres and you just got to listen to it. I mean, it's all over the place. It's scary. It's beautiful. And it contradicts itself in terms of tone, in terms of how it makes you feel. And that in and of itself is a skill. And that in and of itself is impressive. And that's why I love this one so much. And number five, I'm going to put George Clinton's, George Clanton's, wow, George Clanton's Urapaya. Fantastic record. It sounds straight from the 80s. And I saw him live over this year and it was just as cool as I thought it would be. He does a really good at this throwback sound, but it's electronica at the same time. And once again, he's a master of textures. Fantastic record. And number six, I'm going to have Billy Woods Maps. Billy Woods and Kenny Siegel come together for a really, really solid hip-hop project. Some of the best rapping you'll probably hear all year. Some of the best rhyming. Billy Woods is a fantastic rapper and Kenny Siegel is a fantastic producer and they come together and they put out something that the underground has been feeding on all year and it's been fantastic landing at number seven I have model actress dog's body model actress put out one of the coolest debut albums I've heard in a very 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 long time and it sounds like Nine Inch Nails, but homosexual. Nine Inch Nails, but gay. I said that to one of my pals at um, Emmy Magazine that I work at. And they said, that's spot on comparison. And it's fantastic. Just listen to it. Coming in at number eight, I have Zach Bryant 
Zach Bryant, self-titled. And I never was a huge country fan. I'm still not a big country fan. A lot of country music is garbage. Um, but when they get it right, like he does here, it's fantastic. This album hit me at the right time with the right emotions and the, the power, the raw energy of country music. And man, is it good. And now I'm a Zach Bryan fan. Although he has so many fans, I'll probably never see a concert of his because it's so massive now. But yeah, landing at number nine, Sun June, Bad Dream Jaguar. I don't know why I like this one so much. Big group of musicians. It's very personal. It was very, it talks about long distance relationships, something that I'm kind of dealing with, medium distance. And it hits that spot there, but it also hits the spot where it just feels warm. And that's, I'm gravitating towards these things that just feel warm. They feel good. And that's what this whole album makes me feel. Sun June, the artist, Bad Dream Jaguar, the record. 10. ST, no, never mind. That's a little bit further down. I skipped a bunch of artists for that. 10 is Death Crash Less, another debut album. From a, a band hailing from Britain, I believe. Let me look. Hailing from Britain. I believe that is the case. And it is. Yeah. London, England. They formed in 2018. This is not a debut album. I thought it was a debut album. But this is an album that kind of put them on the spot. It's different. Death Crash Less. I want to say it's like post-rock with post-punk and it feels very of the windmill and by that I mean this the windmill scene coming out of London England I don't think it's London it it's black midi-esque it's black country new road-esque but their own spin on post-rock and post-punk yeah and it's it's really good and it's something I didn't know was going to come out, and I liked it a lot. And it's just stayed up in that top ten. What else? We have at 11, Earl Sweatshirt, Voyard, Dyer. I don't know how to say it. He works with The Alchemist. He's got a song with um, Vince Staples. It's good. Earl Sweatshirt comes through with a good project, much better than his last one. And uh, you can't really go wrong with Earl. At 12, I'm going to go The Murder Capital, Gigi's Recovery. This was my album of the year for a good amount of time during the year because it came out in like February. And not a lot of music comes out in that first quarter of, of the year that I find, that, that I like. And it's really good. It's their second album, a little bit different than the first. I mean, they go... A little bit more into that alternative range instead of post-punk and they pulled all together this dude with this really really deep voice very satisfying really good music really heady um 13 rosie plain prize it, talk about an album that makes me feel warm i watched this live performance of rosie plain playing some of these songs in england and they play so quietly she's like not whispering, but she's got this really soft voice. 
and this this album just surrounds you with goodness and it's awesome it's really good it's really good yeah what number am i at i'm at 14 now and i don't like my list really i'm gonna go sampha lahai this could probably be way higher this could probably be way higher than what it is wow sampha lahai sampha puts out his best project to date and probably the best R&B album of the year. I mean, this could crack my top 10. So the fact that it's this low, it could be much higher. And it should be. And that's what I said. When I said I was going to ramble about these, I just have a big notes app with a bunch of names and albums. I really like this one. And it is top 10 worthy. And I'll probably put it in my top 10 when I formulate this list and put it somewhere on the internet. So yeah. Sanford Lahai. Ah, man. I'm going to go Agriculture, Agriculture. Black metal album, their debut album on one of the best labels in all of music right now, The Flenser, Dark Music. And, uh, yeah, I really like black metal. And I, people are going to say Liturgy had the best black metal album of the year, and it's probably better, but it's so long. Agriculture is, like, short and sweet. And it's perfect. Yeah. That lands in that 14, 15 range. Wherever I'm at. I'm lost track. Um, So yeah. Shout out Liturgy 93696. Also another really good black metal album I loved this year. Loved it. Um, We're going to put Mitski on the list next. The land is inhospitable and so are we. Misky comes through with this blend of country and pop and electronica and what can she do wrong? What can she do wrong? Mitski. ST Knack, Knacksaw Jim Duggan. I really don't know how if I love this album or not. I have it so high. I haven't listened to it in so long. But it's really good. And for a year that I feel like Griselda wasn't at its peak. This might be the best Griselda release. This might be the best Griselda release. Yeah. So, ST Knack. Maxo, even God has a sense of humor, is a fantastic hip-hop record. It feels like this... I don't know if this is a thing, but to me this feels like college hip-hop. You've heard of college radio, college alternative, college indie... This feels like college hip-hop, and it's so good. Maxo comes through with one of the best records of the year, and he put out two, I want to say, this year, um, and I like this one a lot better. So that, that's how it goes. Bakar with Halo. Bakar is such a weird artist place. He's an English artist that makes this blend of R&B and alternative and dance and just really fun music. And it's fun, man. It's fun. Bakar Halo. Geese, 3D Country. Geese is one of the most exciting young bands on the planet right now. Their first album, um, Projector, I think it is. Protector, something like that. Really, really good. This one, I didn't like as much... But they go into this, it feels like Led Zeppelin-ish range. 
which is weird because their first album seemed very original. And this feels very much like hard rock from the 70s mixed in with a bit of soul. And people love these throwback bands like Greta Van Fleet, who's garbage, by the way. And if anybody does it right, Geese does it so, so right with 3D Country. Listen to 3D Country. Shout out Slow Dive, one of my favorite bands, period. Comes back with a new album this year, Everything is Alive. It was okay, but I liked it. I liked it. Lana Del Rey really put out maybe her best album ever. And um, don't don't color me as any Lana Del Rey fan, really. I've listened to her music, and it's good. It's just not my speed, really. But there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard, or whatever the whole sentence is. Lana Del Rey put out a fantastic project this year. And... She's getting recognition for it, and she deserves it. It's really, it's really, really good. Now, that's about 20 or 25, something like that. And I've got this list of 70, and I'm just looking over it, and I don't agree with the list necessarily. So I'm going to start shouting out some of the records um, that aren't on this list or are just randomly dispersed throughout it. Mike, Mike put out one of the best hip hop rap records of the year, albums of the year. I know I keep saying that with these, but Rachel Music, I want to say, has it extremely high. Let me look. Rachel Music. It's number 12 of the year, Rachel Music. And it's that good. I don't, it's not my favorite of the year, but it it's worth the hype. And it is, it is good enough to be that high. It's his best project to date, and Mike has been on this collision course for stardom, or at least music lovers, famous, if that makes sense, because he is a hip-hop darling, and people that love hip-hop and abstract hip-hop will love this. Bar Italia had a fantastic year this year. I just saw them recently in concert, and they were fantastic. They're an English band, and I don't really know where to pinpoint them. It's slowcore, post-punk. They just sound like they're English. And I want to say it's called Tracy Denim, my favorite release of this year um, from them. They put out two albums, though, and they're both really good. And they're a band on the come-up. I want to say they were uh, on Dean Blunt's label a few years back. And Dean Blunt is one of those mysterious artists that people love and being associated with Dean Blunt is a very good thing and they're a very good band Bar Italia give them some love really good in concert too uh Navy Blue good good hip-hop record he put out Ways of Knowing Heavy Heavy Young Fathers Young Fathers is that the band name? I, I see when you've got a thing that can sound like a band name for the record and the band name. The heavy, heavy young fathers. It's not the okay. So the artist is Young Fathers, and I I was never really familiar with their music until this year. 
but earlier in the year they put out a record and that's when I'm really fiending for music and it just doesn't seem to release. And it's, I want to say it's experimental pop and really good. Really good. People say some of their older stuff is better and I went back to listen to it and I didn't, I didn't love it as much as this new one. It's a blend of this world music with experimental pop and indie and interesting vocals and I'm all about textures and the way music makes me feel and it it was interesting to say the least Sufjan Stevens is getting a ton a ton of love for his latest project Javelin and I find I love folk music and I love folktronica I find it hard to get into Sufjan and I don't know why that is from all accounts I've heard Javelin is a fantastic record and I've tried to listen to it four or five times and I might have finished it but it just doesn't scratch that itch that I'm looking for and it's really sad and I, I haven't really wanted to feel sad recently but people love it and I understand it I understand it but just, it wasn't my speed this year, unfortunately. Really good, though. Huh. Where does this leave us? A lot of, lot of other good records that I'm not going to mention. So if I don't mention your favorite record, and if anybody's even listening to this, don't get mad at me. Shout out Young Nudie, Gumbo. Man, you want to talk about hip-hop that's fun? Fun. Listen to Pot Roast by Young Nudie. Young Nudie put out a really, really fun project that I listened to. And Pot Roast ended up being in one of my top songs of the year this year. And I saw that and I just laughed. Because it's just fun. It's just fun. Shame put out Food for Worms. And at first, I didn't love Food for Worms. But it's really grown on me. I, I saw them in concert and I loved the concert. They were awesome. And that record is it's coming around to me. I still think Drunk Tank Pink is much better, but it, Shame is a they're a they're a solid, solid band coming hailing from England. <sighs> Any more shout outs? Lil Yachty, let's start here. Lil Yachty with a 180 career switch up is what it feels like. He's just making the music he wants to like. Now, his, his comments on hip-hop recently have been really bad takes. But Lil Yachty put out this psychedelic album, Being a Rapper. And psychedelic, I mean, it sounds like Pink Floyd, kind of, but modern twist on it. And it's really good. He employs some of his friends, fellow rappers on it. And, of course, he collaborates with a lot of great musicians like Nick Hakim and others because he needed that but really good nonetheless really good nonetheless I'm looking at the last of this and there's not a whole lot more I want to shout out I'm going to shout out Travis Scott with Utopia not that he needs me to say anything about it but it's okay. 
It's okay. Um, is there any uh, ambient music on this list? Ambient. Tim Hecker, No Highs. Mary Lattimore put out a really good record. She's a harpist. Goodbye, uh, goodbye Hotel Arcada. That one hit the spot when I needed to study. Yeah. Okay, so that leads me... That I'm done with the albums. This leads me to EPs of the year, which is a very interesting uh, list I have. It's not many. But I've got two I really want to talk about. And one's Maruja with Nak Naria. Uh, one of the best projects of the year, period. They're coming out of that windmill scene legitimately. You know, the Black Medis, the Black Country New Roads, all of that stuff. And one EP in, and they sound legit. They sound really legit. It's... And it's so hard describing this this scene and what they sound like and their genres and whatnot. But Naknaria is something that if people are into that scene or people are like me, you need to listen to that because it is one of the best projects of the year. And shout out Ginger B, Our Sky Smile. It's just a fun kind of like blend of hyper pop and alternative music. I, you keep seeing these blends of hyper pop into alternative or shoegaze. Um, and you see that with uh, Jane Remover this year. You see that with Ginger B. You see that with a lot of bands or artists, per se. And it's, it's very interesting. I wouldn't say that hyper pop is dying, but it feels like it's headed that way, but not so dying as opposed to evolving and that evolution seems to be heading towards noise and shoegaze-esque things and it's exciting because shoegaze is probably my favorite genre so a very interesting note here at the end yeah so if you've been listening this whole time i've kept you for around 26 minutes um happy holidays everyone listen to more music um, Kanye is crazy. Uh, Playboy Cardi might drop soon. Uh, great things are on the way for 2024. I'm feeling like it's going to be a fantastic year for music. Not that this wasn't, but it wasn't my favorite, I don't think. So yeah, happy end of 2023 and happy holidays and start anew in 2024. As always, this is the Musicians Weekly Digest podcast. I'm your host, Easton Parks, and it's 12.41 p.m. on December 23rd. And as always, um, keep on rocking in the free world. Thank you.